You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. New York, the glitz, the glamour, the exciting Muttropolis, the sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Step onto the sexy streets of animal attraction that is New York City. Welcome to Pets in the City, Life in the Urban Jungle. Join host Diane West as she explores the exciting lives, loves, and laments of the people and pets in the world's greatest city. Pets in the City, like the city itself, has something for everyone. Celebrity pet sightings, hot events, and news and reviews with the hottest movers, shakers, and tail waggers in New York. So get ready to get dressed to the canines and take a bite out of the Big Apple with your Pets in the City host, Diane West. Hello, all you cyber cats, kittens, canines, and critters under all creation. This is Diane West coming at you from the greatest city in the world with another episode of Pets in the City on Pet Life Radio. Wow, what a week it has been. Westminster, Westminster, Westminster. It's not just Monday and Tuesday night, uh, February 9th and 10th, that it happened. So the wonderful little um, Sussex Spaniel stump won at this point, but uh, it's the festivities start way before then, and I will take you through what I hope will be a fun auditory tour of some of them right after this. All right, this is my stop, Commercial Boulevard. Yeah, that's funny. Pets in the City will be back in a New York minute. Don't go anywhere. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Ladies and gentlemen, Pet Life Radio proudly presents DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready to unleash the dog sports enthusiast in all of us. From speed drawing and mushing to racing, agility, and competition, this is the place to learn all about the dog sports and activities that you can do with your furry best friend and canine competitor. So get ready for game time. DSPN with your host, Lori Williams. Every week, on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, all you yuppie puppies and city kitties. Pets in the City is back with more urban animals and cool cosmopolitan critters. Try saying that three times fast. Right, Diane? Yes, so as I was saying, uh, 
Westminster here uh, in New York every February is more like Westminster week. The festivities start long before the first night of the show. What happens is the show is on a Monday and uh, the weekend prior to that and even before that, uh, there's just parties, parties, parties. There's parties for dog riders. There's parties for each and every breed uh, club that comes there. Uh, there's very, very fancy parties by private individuals with very fancy show dogs at places like Tavern on the Green. And then there's places um, that people just go and have a good time. One of the cool things I did was on uh, the Friday night before uh, the Monday, first day of Westminster, I went to uh, Skybark, which is something that started in Los Angeles and now has come over to New York. And what it is is, um, you know, they set up a pet-friendly kind of club, I guess. It's not it's not a permanent club, but they set up a pet-friendly uh, bar type of uh, thing. And on this place, it was um, on top of the Hotel Pennsylvania, hosted by Petapotty, which is a very innovative uh, invention. It is actually an indoor piece of sod that uh, your dog can do his business on. Um, and a really ingenious creation. Uh, it was hosted by those folks. Um, it was also hosted by a good friend of New York Tales, Ada Nieves, as well as uh, a bunch of people. I'm, I'm now going to start calling the Small Dog Mafia. Uh, you know, Ada and her Chihuahuas, um, Karen Beale and her famous Chihuahua Eli, uh, our, our friend um, Rick Karen and Jilly Dog, a Labradoodle, um, and Lori and Andrew, various American dogs, just, they're a riot. So now they travel in a pack and, uh, of course, spreading goodwill. Anyway, let me shut up. I'm gonna, in- the first person I'm gonna introduce you to is probably someone who has one of the most unusual jobs in the world. I will let him tell you about it himself. We're going to speak with Jerry Grimick, who is seriously known as the doggy concierge here at the Hotel Pennsylvania. Hello, Jerry. Hello, Diane. Hello, New York Tales. Is that what I can say, New York Tales? New York Tales and now Pet Life Radio, Pets in the City. Really? Pet Life Radio? I'm going to be on that next. You're going to be on that next? Now, Jerry and I go way back. Many moons. About a dog's age. No, no, no. <laughs> we go back two, three years working together, and I missed you. And I'm glad, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad you're here to cover this and to be here and to enjoy with the pet people. Well, I missed you, too. Now, now I want to tell, however, I, being that I know all about you, I want to tell the audience about you. A lot of people don't real. When you pe- tell people what you do, do they believe you? You know what? There's that look of awe, as in, <laughs> is that a real job? But... And I tell them, I go, normally I handle public relations for the hotel, but during the dog show, I become the doggy concierge in charge of pooch relations. So as you can imagine, people look and say, and this is a job? It sounds more fun. And you know what? It is. It is a lot of fun. You see the same people coming from Westminster shows. They are a loyal bunch. They come back to the hotel year after year. They come back to the show year after year. And even if they're not participating, they come to view it to help support the new breeds of dog coming in. And they're just excited to be here and we're happy to have him and we welcome them with open paws. 
Now, come on, tell, tell me a typical day in the life of a doggy concierge. I mean, you, you do some unusual things for some unusual dogs. Yes, and you know what? It begins with planning. Basically, planning for the dogs. We get cookies for them. I got to order the right cookies. We got to make sure all the rooms are kept. I walk around with a Swiffer to make sure, you know, we dust up the pet hairs in the lobby. So I do a little bit of that. And uh, frankly, it goes down to making sure everyone's happy, dealing with the paparazzi. <laughs> holding a paparazzi <laughs> handing out potographs oh there's another one potograph and, and he's not kidding because we're, we're standing adjacent to the the lights and the cameras and and a and a dog walk uh, and and everything you can imagine it really looks like a bunch of fashion models coming in it is and it's almost like the uh, the hollywood street like la it's just like that with the the botox and <laughs> The fake jobs and everything, but no, you know what? And the people or the dogs? Uh, both, both. <laughs> and this Skybark event is going to be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Do you think those those are real over there on that Yorkie? Or <laughs> you know what? They're not bouncing, so I'm assuming they're fake. <laughs> so, listen, tell me the craziest thing someone's asked you to do. You know what? We just got recent calls. I mean, it goes, we have everything from food requests. They, uh, a pug wanted five McDonald's cheeseburgers. Hold the onions. There was a dog that requested a red carpet once. We recently got calls. People were calling saying, Uno stayed here last year at the Hotel Pen. They said, we want his room. They his lucky number. His 213 room, they said, we want it. They wanted to book it eight months ago. It was already booked, so they couldn't get it. And also, this year's show, the Best in Show winner, is, be is being chosen on February 10th, 210. People are calling saying, I want room 210, because... <laughs> That's my lucky number for this show. Oh, my goodness. Well, you definitely have a unique job. I tell people what you do the rest of the year. Uh, you know what? Normally, it's just public relations. I wish there was a horse show or a cat show or something else, but there isn't. So. But you're actually up in Canada, right? That's right. I'm in Toronto, but we do a satellite here in New York. We have an office here, so I work both in Toronto and New York. And you know what? With the hotel, it's year-round because New York is so busy. So we're always doing initiatives for the hotel, for the Hotel Pennsylvania, and we keep going strong. Now, this is the first year you guys are actually hosting uh, Skybark, which is an event that started in Los Angeles, right? Correct. Now, Skybark is very popular in L.A., and they, lo they were looking to expand to New York, and they chose the Westminster show as the perfect time. And it works out so far. It looks good. And, and the Hotel Pennsylvania, which, of course, is the preeminent dog-friendly hotel here. And... Recognizes the host hotel of Westminster. Wow, officially. <laughs> officially, that's right. And, and, and you know what? It's easy to remember the phone number here, right? PE65000. And, and it's Pennsylvania65000, right? 65000. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, thank you so much for taking the time. I, I see someone looks like they're pouring for your attention already. <laughs> Literally. It's a chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. Talk thank, to you later. Thanks a lot. Okay, good. So, I am here with Dr. Ruth Westheimer, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I don't have a dog. I will never have a dog. However, I'm here because a good friend of mine, Dr. David West, is going to be in the fashion show with his dog, Elvis. And that's what people do. Good friends support each other. Have a good time. Thank you, Dr. Ruth. See how exciting my life is? I get to talk to uh, everyone from a doggy concierge to Dr. Ruth Westheimer. 
which was a real treat. Uh, oh my God, she is so my to my breast line, and that's about it. I have a picture somewhere, Barbara. Will us anyway? We will be back. What I'm now going to do is take you through a walking tour of Westminster from the hotel itself to the garden, uh, to some of the daytime shows, all the way through the announcement of Stump right after this. Hope you enjoy it. All right, this is my stop, Commercial Boulevard. Yeah, that's funny. Pets in the City will be back in a New York minute. Don't go anywhere. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, all you yuppie puppies and city kitties, Pets in the City is back with more urban animals and cool cosmopolitan critters. Try saying that three times fast. Right, Diane? Hello, all you cyber cats, kittens, critters, and canines under all creation. And this week, I'm actually going to give out a special shout-out or bark-out to the canines because we are at the one and only... Westminster Kennel Club dog show uh, right on the corner of Madison Square Garden. I'm looking at Madison Square Garden right now. I'm going to try and take you to a virtual tour, a mini virtual auditory tour. My light has just changed and I'm crossing the street by the time I cross the street. So I successfully made it across the street. And like I said, I've been here many, many times before. I've lived here all my life. But uh, I just wanted to take any of you who haven't been here through sort of a tour. Um, So we're at the Hotel Pennsylvania is again right across the street from Madison Square Garden and that's where a lot of the dogs that are in the dog show ultimately end up staying if they come out of town and I have to say the large majority of them do come from out of town uh, everywhere you can imagine throughout New York uh, New Jersey Connecticut um, there was there's from far as Hawaii and Alaska the continental uh, United States Hawaii Alaska and of course it's an international show so there's even some um, from as far away as China. So it's a very international mix here, much like New York. And we're about to go into the Hotel Pennsylvania because I want to show you something that's really, really cool. Hold on. So we have just went through the lobby, and now we are in what is called the green room, which is in the bottom of the Hotel Pennsylvania. And I have to tell you, it is one of the things you really have to see to believe. like a green room, like any other, um, you know, I guess prep room for a show, you will see a place where people can exercise their dogs. And that means, yes, little doggy treadmills. Um, and there is a whole place where it's kind of an indoor park complete with fire hydrants. That um, it's, it's quite something. Desi Lambert, Lacey Williams... How long does it take you to put Dolly together here? Um, How long does it take generally? About four hours to get her ready for the show. 
you know, we have to bathe or dry or scissor her. I guess, does a dog have to have a certain temperament to actually sit there and let you do all that for four hours? Yeah, they do. <laughs> they have to love it, and you have to teach them it's something to love. You have to make them love it. They do thrive on it. They think it's a blast. Do you think it's a blast? Yeah, it's kind of therapeutic. It's therapy for me. <laughs> It's like therapy for me. It's there and brush a dog for hours. You handle Dolly in the ring there? Yes, I handle Dolly. Now, what is uh, some of the, I guess, what, if there was a misconception you'd like to tell people about dog shows that you'd like to clear up, what what would you say? Um, some people think it's it's not fair to the dogs. Ours are not, they're not just a show dog. They actually do live normal life. Lives on a ranch. Oh, <laughs> Where are you all from? We're from Silver Lake, Oregon. That's that's a bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Oh, no, it's just, do you have any more like her at home? Yes, we own four, but my da- all together we have probably 12 that my daughter's showing for other people. No, well, she looks beautiful. Are you guys going home today? Yes, fly out at 7.20. Well, have a good trip home, and thanks for visiting us here in New York, and especially on Pet Life Radio. Thanks for having us. One of the nice things I really like about Westminster here is when you're coming out of the hotel, well, when you're in the hotel... As you can hear, you meet some really, really nice people from, like I said, all over the country. And then you just see the reactions of people on the street. I mean, you know, New Yorkers always flying all over the place, as you can imagine. But then when they pass by the hotel, you know, they they stop and they see a gorgeous dog. And uh, they start asking questions and they pet them and take pictures. And, you know, it's really a nice break. In your day, and um, really one of the wonderful things about living in New York, you could be on your lunch hour and walk by the Hotel Pennsylvania, and suddenly you're face-to-face with a um, Bordeaux de Flandre. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, So now we're going across the street to the uh, Madison Square Garden, and where I will hopefully try and catch one of the ringside shows, which eventually leads up to the big show at night. And what I'm going to do is go to the ring where the Italian greyhounds are, mostly because Bill, my significant other, absolutely loves Italian greyhounds. And uh, I think he'd really enjoy seeing them. So let me try and get my way through there. So here I am looking at the Italian greyhounds. I'll try and take a picture for you. So in this case, we are ringside with the daytime judging of the Italian greyhounds. And um, it's quite a sight to see. You see all these little tiny Italian greyhounds lined up, waiting patiently to go on to the podium to one of these greyhounds. Well, the judge feels to be perfect example of what an Italian greyhound should be. Now, I have to admit, one of my favorite things when I'm at the dog show is to go in the back um, where they prepare the dogs and... It is so amazing to see these animals sit here so patiently and get brushed and brushed and brushed and and washed and groomed. And, um, I mean, to, to get me to sit down for a 10-minute haircut is, is a miracle. And I was talking with one uh, owner, actually, of the uh, miniature poodle that you and I were just talking to. It takes three hours. Now, I'm looking at a huge animal now that must take, I don't know how long, I will take a picture of him, and he is just standing here very patiently, letting himself get primped and proper and groomed. And uh, like I said, this is one of my favorite places um, to be back here and look at the the behind-the-scenes of what happens before the dogs actually go out into the ring. This is just some of the sounds of the Westminster 
uh, fans. And this isn't even uh, the big event at night. This is uh, the daytime judging of the breeds. And, um, it, again, it's just really magnificent to see everyone having such a great time. And um, people really, really put their heart and soul into these dogs. And uh, you can tell they really do care about them. Now, what I'm waiting for now is the uh, Portuguese water dogs to go into the ring. The reason why I'm looking at the Portuguese water dogs is, as we all know um, by now, uh, President Obama was looking for a dog for his daughters. And one of the concerns is that it be a hypoallergenic breed. Now, there really isn't no uh, such thing as a hypoallergenic breed. There are dogs that do not shed as much and therefore don't produce as much dander. And, and the Portuguese order dog is considered to be one of them. Um, the other one is the Labradoodle, which is kind of like a uh, cross between a Labrador and a Poodle, which um, when I was talking with David Fry earlier in the week, uh, the voice of Westminster, Westminster Kennel Club, uh, he's not too up on that. Uh, he actually has said to me, you know, my concern with the Labradoodle is that people are lying, lying to the president, actually. He said lying to the president. Um, about their ability to shed or not shed or what have you. And um, he said, you know, like, for example, what if the dog comes out more Labrador than Poodle? Uh, Poodle, because the the coat is more coarse. Um, You know, interesting. Uh, Plus the Obamas said they would like to get a dog from a, a shelter. So getting a just the right dog... From a shelter, that's a puppy, is probably going to be a challenge, although I have a sneaking suspicion if the Obamas needed a rescue Portuguese water dog or Labradoodle, somehow, somewhere, there would be one produced. Um, let's try and get one of the um, Portuguese water dog um, people to talk to us. So They really are very pretty. So I have found a beautiful, beautiful specimen of a Portuguese water dog who's really, oh my God, I think you got a winner here. (laughs) We try our best. He's very young. He's only 15 months old. And I'm sorry, what's your name? Michelle. Michelle Porfido. And what is this dog's name? Echo. This is Echo. Echo. Now, this is um, an example of one of the dogs that they're trying to get the Obamas to consider for the White House. they're hypoallergenic breed, and they're great family dogs. Now, would you say that, I know you have a vested interest, but would you say that is true? Yes, I believe, this is actually not my breed, but uh, I've had a lot of experience with the breed, and they just love their people, they're very happy-go-lucky, they have great temperaments, just love life type of dogs. Can you see him jumping on and off Air Force One and meeting dignitaries? <laughs> I think he can do anything they ask him to do. Wow. He's got an easy maintenance coat, just got to trim it every once in a while, doesn't smell. I, I'm seeing, and they come in so many different colors. I saw one that almost looks like a Dalmatian over here. Speckled, yeah. Wow. So, and is this a typical grooming, the, like the short hair in the back? This is a wavy coated one. They come in two varieties, a curly coat and a wavy coat. Mm-hmm. The wavy coat's a little bit easier to take care of. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the curly coats have these tight curls like you would see almost in a poodle. Is the tight curl the more hypoallergenic breed? They're or? both hypo, you know, equally hypoallergenic. Okay, well, I'll let you, you get your game face on here. Thanks for talking to Thanks us. Thanks for having And me. good luck. Thanks. So there are going to be actually 24 Portuguese water dogs. And now we're waiting for the judging. And I just wanted you guys to hear what happened. who has won the sporting groups. Mostly a lot of Spaniels. There's tension. Beautiful dogs. Irish setters and black cocker spaniels of all kinds. Standing at attention. 
waiting for one final look. And they've just said who the winner of the sporting group is. And of course, the winner will go on to compete in Boston Show. And I believe go German Hair Pointer. Yep, so he's taking his victory lap. Is it German Hair Pointer? Or is it the Spiro? Anyway. Sorry, what's going on is they're trotting the dogs that the, um, <laughs> they're trotting the dogs that were favored by the judge around for one last time. And unfortunately, it is not clear to me which one has actually won. But as you can see, as the favorites clump by, the the uh, crowd roars in their approval. I'm not sure how much effect that has on the judge's decision, but we'll see. You will hear a very loud yell in one second. Yep. <laughs> I do not know the name of this dog, but it is a beautiful little dog and he has won the sporting group and apparently everyone really really loves him as you can hear I'll find that out for you a little bit later but I just wanted you guys to hear the sound of the garden he is very cute Spaniel number seven. In the Sussex for our number one. Sussex. Yes, there was a very big dismay in the uh, in uh, in the garden for a second when people uh, heard that they announced him wrong. It's actually the Sussex Spaniel, Sussex Spaniel number sixteen that won the sporting group, and uh, he is very very cute. I'll, I'll try and get a picture of him. Our trusty photographer Barbara is on the floor now. And um, she should be getting a picture of that for us. They're about to announce the toy group. I've asked my photographer, Barbara, to go down and get some close-up shots for us because, uh, quite honestly, in New York, there's a lot of toy breeds that people have simply because they have small apartments. But that doesn't mean that we don't love our big dogs, too. I mean, I've seen some absolutely gorgeous large dogs as well. But in New York, the dachshunds, the... Um, Chins, the Maltese, the Griffons, those are all very, very popular. Oh, and of course, let's not forget the Dachshunds. The um, announcer is about to announce the entrance of the toy group, and that's always something interesting. Toy group in the ring, please. Here they are walking into the ring. You'll hear people yelling and clapping again. the toy group they're calling out the ones that they like uh, they haven't said which ones are number one two and three yet but uh, 
They're lining them up. Boys are always a very popular group in New York. It always amazes me how serious the uh, very formally dressed judge can look at all of the toys without cracking a smile. He's asking him to walk around once again. <laughs> Who he chooses. Okay, I forget the name of that little one, but everyone is very pleased that he won. Russell Griffon, number 10. I had actually heard earlier today, there was uh, a rumor going around that uh, this Brussels Griffon was actually the favorite to win Best in Show. We shall see. And 33rd Westminster Dog Show, the Sussex Spaniel. Like I said, it has been quite a weekend, and actually the month of February continues with uh, a lot of pet-friendly events. Uh, for example, the Mayor's Alliance for New York City Animals encompasses well over 120 uh, smaller rescue groups throughout New York City. It's having a month-long I Love NYC Pets events every single weekend, from adoption events to art shows to comedy club shows, pretty much something for everyone. So uh, you can find out all about those events at uh, my website. Too many events to list here, but mostly, like, let's say February is I Love New York. Anyway, this will do it for me for this episode of Pets in the City on Pet Life Radio. Hope you're enjoying it. We'll uh, be back next week with another exciting guest and more information about the greatest city in the world. New York, the glitz, the glamour, the exciting muttropolis, the sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Join us each week for Pets in the City with your host, Diane West. Celebrity pet sightings, hot events, and news and reviews with the hottest movers, shakers, and tail waggers in New York. So take a bite out of the Big Apple with Pets in the City every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.